With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Win the ultimate Blues Origin experience for you and three mates. Visit ignitehq.com.au. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time. Yes, welcome to NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Ignite HQ. Win the ultimate Blues Origin experience. Visit ignitehq.com.au. I am Jaleesa Raps. I'm here with Steve O'Keefe and James Magnuson. Sock has absolutely lifted today because my phone wasn't charging. He's got that going. He taught me Wordle. Mm. Yeah, after all these times, I didn't know what Wordle was. And It'll blow your mind. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> blown yeah. my mind. How are you? Yeah, very good. I had a good day yesterday. went out and watched um, along with... Paddy here uh, watched the Bunnies play Wests in the NRL Cup out at right. Redfern Oval, which was a great game. Good crowd? Uh, yes, very good crowd. Um, Latrell Mitchell was there with his family, which is good signs to see that he's come back from his junket overseas. Mm. Um, what sort of shape was he in? Good. Yeah, wearing very quite baggy uh, pants I couldn't see, but he was moving quite <laughs> freely. Um, you didn't go up and ask? No, I didn't want to fan fangirl him too much. Fair e- enough. Even though I was just looking out of the corner of my eye just to see what he was up to. But no, it was a great day out there. It was actually a really good quality game. There was Josh Mansour was playing, Nofaluma, um, who's the halfback, Jock Madden was there. So it was, yeah, it was a really good high standard game of footy, but had a great day yesterday. What about yourself? Nice. Um, good. I'm back to work. I've just had three weeks off. So um, oh, I went crash. back to work yesterday. So I'm a bit grim. Yeah, okay. Oh, sorry. That's all right. It's good so, to have a job. Thanks for lifting us up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you all right? Are you having a few oh, this is just headset problems? Fitting, fitting I think well. Brian Fletcher might have been wearing those headphones. <laughs> they were quite loose. <laughs> yes. He's got a big head. <laughs> Doc's just having a few. Sorry. Dramas. I'm good to go now. Yep. Good, good. How are you, James? I'm good. I'm good. Got up early, had a cold shower this morning to fire up. It's fight day. What do you mean you had a cold shower? Like you literally just got in and... Yeah, yeah, I like having cold oh, showers when I want to pump people. myself up. Um, this is an athlete thing. I got a yeah. I had a spring. <laughs> it is. It's an athlete thing. Yeah. I had a spring in my step today. George Ferocious Cambosis is fighting. This is probably the biggest boxing match in Australian history. Mm-hmm. He's aiming to become only the eighth person in history. That's in the history of boxing to unify all belts wow. in his weight class. Uh, and we're going to be talking about it today. We got it. We got it on TV here in the SEN studio, and we're going to be talking about it throughout the show. The fight's going to kick off around 2 o'clock, and we're going to be covering the ferocious cambosis. I want to go back to these showers, um, because this fascinates me. Yeah, Um, you want me to paint a picture for you? (laughs) So it's very cold. (laughs) um, Not that I'm not absolutely thrilled that we're going to be talking, but we're going to be talking about the fight a lot, and I just don't want to glaze over this cold shower. Yeah. Um, why, Why do people do that? Why do athletes do that? Uh, I know, it's, is it mental or is it... Yeah, it's a little bit mental. I think um, I, I started doing them a lot 
leading into the SAS TV show. Okay. Um, yeah. So a big part of that show was going to be cold. We were, were filming yeah. up near Jindabyne in in August, so it was yeah, yeah. Near, near Jindabyne. Okay. Sort of as as you head up and you can go left to um, to Threadbo or right to Perisha. We kind of hooked hooked around the other side of. Mount Kosciuszko there. Um, I don't know exactly where we are because they're always blindfolding us, but we're up up near Threadbow or Parisha somewhere. And I knew a, a big part of that show was going to be cold. Um, so I decided from the time I signed on for the show to the time we started filming, I'd only have cold showers to try and acclimatise. You realise you've done the show now though. Yeah. You're off. They can't come back. I know. I know. And this is the thing about acclimatising to the cold, right? This... Uh, I got this put very succinctly to me and I like this analogy. Mm-hmm. So preparing to be cold is like preparing to get kicked in the balls. You know you're about to get kicked in the balls and when you do get kicked in the balls, it hurts no matter how many times you've been kicked in the balls in the lead up. Sorry. And it was the same as the cold. Once we went in that ice water, I was still cold. Even though still I'd done cold, cold showers, day. my body wasn't like, oh, I like the cold yeah, now. Yeah. It was still a shock to the system. why are you doing it now? Why did you do it this morning? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're off the show. Well, there's now. so there's there's heaps of there's heaps of health benefits. Um, autoimmune. I'm, yeah, I'm, autoimmune I'm benefits. Yeah, so it boosts your immune system. It's good for the skin. Good for the hair. Wakes you up. It's like a shot of caffeine without having a coffee. Uh, and it's just one of those things sometimes where you like to test yourself. <laughs> like you you wake up and it's a cold morning. You go, I wonder if I could handle. It. Yeah, I'll test myself. It's a weird athlete thing, I know. Yeah, I, no, I did. I, I did an individual sport. I got a bit of head noise. It's lagging. <laughs> <laughs> us, us normal folk, we like to get through life as easy as possible. As warm I know. As possible. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, weird, had, isn't it? Do you no, an no. athlete thing? I, an athlete? I, I've tried it a couple of times. Mm. One, I, one good story guy was telling me is like, look, it's a great way to tell your brain because you don't want to go in the shower and have a cold shower. Like yeah. Your body is saying no. Yeah, and you're avoiding it at all costs. But he goes, if you can win that battle and tell your body that no, I'm in control. I know that sounds like you're chatting to two different people in your head, but if you can yeah. say, I'm going to have this cold shower, I'm going to go in there. I know it's going to hurt, and you don't want to go in there, but we're going to do it. You can win most of the other battles. It's a good way to start winning the battles of the day. Like I don't want to do it, but I'm going to force myself to do it's it. True. I've noticed actually a lot of like day spas now. You can have a massage, you can have a facial, or you can jump in an ice bath. An ice bath, yeah. Well, I'm like reading these things, like, why would I pay? You do feel yeah. quite good at the end to of a ice bath. Oh, you do, oh, you do. I you know what, it blows worse. my mind now. So part of being an athlete, and I'm sure Sock would have done the same, mm. after training, we'd often have to do ice baths. And at certain, at certain times and <laughs> during the season, I'd have to do steam rooms or saunas as well either to get the body weight down or there's there's recovery benefits for that as well. And I used to hate all three of those options. Steam rooms hated them because we'd have to sit in there for like over an hour to try and um, sort of drop weight. Ice bars after training for recovery and stuff and, and saunas at different. I used to hate all three of them. Now I go past these health or wellness centers and it's like 70 bucks for a half hour steam yeah. room or 100 bucks for an ice bath. I'm like, oh my God, people are paying what I used to sook about every yeah. day during training. Yeah. Did you like? Did you like doing? I, I didn't mind them. If yeah. it was a hot day of cricket, yeah, you'd yeah, come yeah. Off and it'd be stinking hot. Yeah, you'd be craving a, an ice bath. Yeah. We we used to do them. Imagine this time of year, right? The weather outside. So I go and train swimming. Even though you're working really hard, you never get hot swimming. And so when it's winter, you get out and you're still freezing, but you've still beaten up your muscles because you've been training. So we yeah. get out. 
be freezing cold and they go, all right, now we're going across the road to the Institute of Sport to do ice baths. And you're like, oh, we've just sat the, the, last, the last, yeah, and it's, you know, wind chill of zero degrees outside yeah. and then you go and sit in an ice bath. Well, that's what I've seen. I've seen like you can pay $200 to do like a circuit. So yeah. you go sauna, ice bath, sauna, ice bath, sauna, mm. ice bath, and apparently, yeah. apparently you feel really good. Well, I'll give you the clue. <laughs> if you if you want a freebie, <laughs> just sign up to uh, Swimming Australia, head down there to Olympic Park and you yeah, get it right. all for free. Or, or jump into icebergs. Just jump in the pool down there. That yeah. is freezing. In or I oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. My life peacefully. Yeah, we'll just have a nice warm coffee. Get out of bed at eight thirty. Yeah. Maybe with your UGG boots on. Maybe that's something we can do. Sock each week. We'll give Ja a challenge. Oh no 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 no. Sure. From from <laughs> our athletic background, that okay. she can get out of her comfort zone each week. I reckon oh. cold cold shower for this week. Monday, <laughs> Monday morning cold shower. It sounds like very um, <laughs> Harry Garside. You know how he does his oh, challenges? Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw the other day he was window washing at a major intersection in Sydney to to put himself out of his comfort zone and see what it feels like. Yeah, and a couple of days before that, he yeah. his partner um, stripped nude and took pictures, like, publicly and then painted them. But, like, there was no one around. <laughs> yeah, okay. There was no one around, I think. They were... Right, okay. Well, we're not going <laughs> to go that far. No, they do, they do interesting, like, little challenges. Yeah, I've, so... I've heard that. He likes to get himself out of his comfort Why zone. Why would I do this? What do I get out of this? Uh, we don't know. That's the whole thing. Mental strength. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to make yeah. you a stronger Push your person. Boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> the power of now. How about no? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the power of no. Maybe we'll make Paddy do it. The power of no. That's my challenge. My own challenge is to say no say to Say no this. to as much as possible. We'll, we'll make Paddy do it instead. He can be our guinea pig. Paddy, Paddy uh, yeah, next morning you get home from your DJing bender. Cold shower for you to start the morning. <laughs> DJing bender. He doesn't look that in, into it. Uh, anyway, we've got a bit off to no, I'm down. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> You're going to do it? Yeah, I'll do it. Great. Perfect. Anything to get an invite to the uh, end of season drinks at Bondi Ari. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Great. Hey, don't get too far ahead of yourself. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, remember you can join the conversation throughout today's show. Call 1300 01 1170, text 0457 736 736 and hit us up at social media at 1170 SEN and at SEN QLD Queensland. Um, Origin Week. Are we all excited about Uh, Origin Week? I think as a journo. Christmas. Yeah, as a fan, I get really excited as a journo by about, especially if it's like someone's won it in two, by the third game, I'm like, the storylines just to get a little Mm. bit repetitive and. Clubland gets a bit quiet. I'll tell you why it's exciting for me, probably for you as well, J.A., uh, as a struggling um, club side. Hang on. We are not the Bulldogs. Come on. Ah, yeah. Well, you're not, you're not the Storm either. <laughs> um, as, a, as a struggling club side, it's like my one chance for success this season is New South Wales. Right, okay. Yeah, and all those players I love to hate during the NRL season, origin time, I love them. They're Who my are you favorite hating players. and then you turn to love? Those, some of those Panthers players that are a bit lippy, oh. the J- Jerome Luai's and the Crichtons. But now this time of year, I love them. Latrell, Latrell's the, I, lo- I love Latrell all year, yeah. but in origin time, I love Latrell. Like, yeah. I'm the biggest Latrell fan for origin. Yeah. Um, I mean, bad news, he's not playing. Yeah, I think he'll be back for the second one. You do? Yeah, yeah. Sock said his hemis are looking pretty strong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sock's yeah. out insider. <laughs> he, was, he was looking real good. Was so. he bouncing around in the... He was smiling. The, the big. Yeah. The, that's the thing that I love about Latrell. He's got that big, 
big, beautiful smile on his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With his family, so he looked happy. Which any, is any, the, any players that you love to hate during the season? Oh yeah, the, no, I, time. the whole Penrith side. But then when they yeah. come in and play Cleary, Luai, Crichton, yeah. you know, and it's almost like even with cricket, there's guys that you hate to play against. So Matthew Wade was a guy that I hated playing against. Yeah. He was just always into lippy. you, lippy, sledging. I would compete. And then you get him on your side and you're like, oh, this is you, yeah. you've, this is what you've been missing out on. Yeah. This is so good because they want the fight. They get into the challenge. They make, you know, yeah. they're so passionate and supportive. And I see that with the Blues, you know, with the synergy they've created with their, um, you know, the Panthers players and, and those guys playing football so for so long together and then bring it into origin. Now, like, I feel like we're in a safe place with that Blues team. Yeah. Going to create a dynasty. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there, uh, Missile. I, I'm... I'm hate watching Will I play than when he plays Origin. Mm. Yeah. I was like that, um, and I hate saying this because Josh Reynolds is such a nice guy, but I, when I was younger, I really didn't like, and I didn't work around the game, I really didn't like Josh Went Reynolds, and I yeah. think it was the Bulldogs factor. Yeah. And then, oh, um, yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah. Everyone hates Reynolds. nickname is The Grub. The Grub. <laughs> yeah, and then you got it. Yeah, he actually is a lovely person. Yeah, then, he is a lovely guy. And, and, then, and then you got him in Origin and you're the same you thing. You got around you him. suddenly got around Well, Ennis was like that as well, right? Yeah. Everyone hated Ennis. Then he Gala played for New South Wales. Yeah, Gal yeah. a little bit. Cameron yep. Smith. There's a yeah. few guys you'd watch on the field. That well, just... when Australia would play, like the Storm... Yeah, uh, like I, I hated the Storm players, and then when they play for Australia, I'm like, "How good's Billy Slater?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, but yeah. mid-season, couldn't couldn't stand him. We were having this discussion at work the other day. What would you rather? Um, what is more important to you? Um, because a couple of us were divided: yeah. winning a premiership or winning state of origin. Mine's for sure winning a premiership. Oh, premiership! But if you had said the same thing to me during that eight in the row, yes. eight in a row, yeah. it would have been a really hard question yeah. because it was depressing and Paul Macquarie is sort of up towards the Queensland border so we get a few Mexicans coming coming down into Paul Macquarie and Queenslanders are just oh man when they were eight in a row they were so arrogant and oh you guys don't get origin we've got origin spirit mm. like give me a break you've just got a team of immortals yeah you don't have origin spirit yeah it was a it's it was it, tough there was I remember some of my earliest Memories were watching the Maroons and literally crying when we like when we yeah. lose. And the, you know, I'm talking like I was probably 12 years old. Yeah, yeah. I would cry myself to sleep that night. Yeah. Have to be consoled. It was that sort of uh, tormenting on me as a yeah. person. And then I actually stopped watching footy for about a year or two. Really? During that time, because it was just I just get too emotional. I did. Now I even had an argument with my girlfriend last night. I was watching the TV. And I tipped the Warriors and they just had the worst. And I was just like so angry. Are you one of those people? Because this annoys me. My partner does this and it drives me nuts. He will turn the game. Like I want to ride the game out right mm. to the end, even if it's not going the way I want. Sure. He'll turn it off. Yep. Do you do that? Um, I, I, I'll try and watch. I'll still try and sit through it. I can now. I've learned to try and be a, a good loser. But it was, it was, it would kill me when a team or particularly Souths, uh, even against the Raiders when they were down 20 nil, it killed me to watch the last sort of half of that game, yeah. knowing that they just weren't going to turn up or weren't playing yeah. well. So, you know, one thing you've got to, I think what makes winning even more special is being able to sit there and absorb those losses and then you really get around them mm. when they win. And yeah. it's been a long time between drinks for the Bunnies, you know, supporting them from the early 90s until now. There's There's been a few flat periods. So you'd rather a premiership? Oh, you can't, I don't think you could replace, you know, like you're talking yeah, so four or five months of like hard work as a team mm. in that one moment. There's 16 teams, sorry, 
how many teams? I'm missing out. 16. 16, yeah, 16 yeah. teams. 17 next year. 17 Can you even remember year. your last premiership, J.A.? <laughs> um, <laughs> I sort of... What I was it, 90? This is the thing. I don't know if I remember it because I think I was about four years old. Uh, I don't know if I remember it or I remember it in the years after. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like vision and stuff. Do you know what I mean? was it? Yeah. Like I remember the... Um, the like, I remember being just, I absolutely loved Laurie Daly mm. as a kid. And I remember, like, that kind of vision and stuff. Yep. But I don't know if I remember the vision or I remember yeah, yeah. it actually happened. We have, when was the last time you were at a winning uh, Origin Series? Uh, winning Origin Series? When I was actually at the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I can't even remember. I was at the one where the Blues broke the streak. Yep. Um, it was the same game where Gallon punched Nate Miles. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, great yeah, game. Right. And Trent Hodkinson scored, did the dummy and scored. That was an amazing feeling. But I also remember I was at the game in 04 when Bulldogs won the grand final. And oh, there was you? It was just a, yeah. the, the grand final was a better feeling. You Were you at 14, Sock, when South beat the I was Bulldogs? In, I was actually in Dubai. I'd gone over. We were playing cricket over there. And I, I yep. streamed it on TV. Yeah. So I was over with the team and we watched it on there. It's a different feeling, isn't it? I oh. was at the Raiders losing one. Yeah, and yeah. I was I went to I was, that against the Roosters. Yeah, yeah, I was working too, so I had to do all the post match like oh, That was just so robbed. I mean kicking the ball I still couldn't quite under the trainer got they kicked the ball downfield, hit the trainer in the head, and yeah. the ball got turned oh, over right. inside the forty and they scored. And then yeah. what about the try that was And then there was the six, six again. again. The six again <laughs> everyone <laughs> talks about the six again. It, uh, the one that the more painful moment for me is hundred percent that trainer moment. Yeah. Really? The ball I, got turned absolutely. over at the forty. It was a he absolutely bone this kick in behind. I think it might have been off it wasn't off the back of a scrum, but uh, I know there was only one player back, so it was a hell of a kick. Yeah. Like uh, and it, it goes in, and then the rule is that it turns over where it gets Which touched. Which has now changed. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, that just defies logic that I you can know. hit their trainer and you get the ball where he stands. Yeah, I know. It was honestly the most shattering. Oh. That uh, yeah. that moment was worse to me than the six again. I mean, yeah. the six again was pretty bad, but you, you still really got an long. opportunity. Yeah, you're not giving away field. Yeah, anyway. Think, I still feel these pains. <laughs> so we're we going to go through all the round 13 results so far. The Cowboys 32 defeated the Titans 6. Panthers 30 defeated the Bulldogs 18. Um, Seagulls 44 defeated the Warriors 12. And this afternoon we've got the Raiders and the Roosters. That call will also be on SEN. What's been your standout performance from round 13, James? Oh, look, this is a little biased, but Burton's, oh, not. Burton's kicking game against the Panthers. Very good. If he hasn't got the best boot, in the NRL, the longest boot. He kicked a 75-metre torpedo the other night. I just look at that and think, oh, like, could New South Wales have used that kicking game as an extra string to the their bow? Before. The week before, he had a shocker. Yeah, remember he was watching it at St. George. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just think, look, if he was playing for Penrith, he'd be a walk-up start in that origin side over Whiten in the um, centres. But... Um, and Addo Carr, two tries. Again, I'm biased, but I can't believe he was left out of the origin side. I just think I can envisage a moment on Wednesday night. Tedesco breaks into the backfield. Who's he got supporting him? Toto and Tupu. You give it to one of those guys and they get run down by Selwyn Cobbo. Mm. You saw the other night when they did the crossfield kick. Addo Carr catches it. You could turn away and stop watching. You know he scores because yeah. he's the fastest player in the comp. Yep. We just don't have that genuine speed this year yep. in the New South Wales origin side. So you're a bit upset about your man being left out. Yeah, I'm upset. I'm upset for what it means for the clubs down the bottom of the ladder if you'll purely not pick a player based on the fact that 
he's in an underperforming side. Because yep. what can a winger do on the end of a, a backline that like the Bulldogs have? Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. But also, I don't think you can argue with the the inclusion of Daniel Tupou either. I can't. Really... and I, I can't. I, I think Tupou's a great of player. There's wingers that are good that couldn't be included in that time. Here's, here's my argument, right? The, the, the reason that we haven't picked Adokar is height. Now, firstly, I'd argue Adokar would probably have the highest vertical jump out of any of those players based off speed. The fastest guys are the springiest guys. He's got a high. He'd have a high jump. Guarantee it. Secondly, I thought, all right, well, your argument there is on one side, you've got Tupo. He drops back for the kicks. The other side, Brian Toto, very short. So he can't use the height thing. So they'll, they'll put Crichton on that side and send Crichton back for the kicks. Crichton's picked on the bench. So on one side, you've got Xavier Coates leaping at mm. Brian Toto, mm. and you're telling me height's not an issue there. Mm. On the other side, you've got Tupu negating the, the jump of Selwyn Cobbo. Mm. The argument just doesn't make sense. Um, I, I, I love Freddie, and I hope he's right on this one, but I just can't get my head around the, that particular selection with Adokar. I, I think they should have been loyal to him. Just going back to Burton and um, and uh, Whiten, you were saying you'd pick Burton over Whiten. Mm. I would argue, though, there that Whiten, you probably can cover a few more positions, though, than Burton, would you not? Uh, yeah, definitely. The, th- the thing about Whiten is I think he's a great 14. Um, I looked up Whiten's stats during the week last time he played centre. So he played the whole series, three games at centre, 30 tackles, 15 missed tackles. Mm. So you already know where Queensland's targeting come Wednesday night because Billy's looking at those stats. I wouldn't have picked Whiten to start. I would have had him in the 14. Oh, he's a great 14 because he can come on in the middle there. He's got that super strong running game. You could put him in the forwards. He's a big body. I would. Yeah, I would. I'd bring him on in the middle like in that floating sort of lock roll and he'll punch holes through Queensland. Mm. But at centre, I think... Firstly, he's almost wasted at centre because depending on how the game's panning out, he might not get a lot of ball. But secondly, he's a direct target for Queensland at centre because he hasn't defended there his whole career. And it's a very specific defensive position centre. So Whiten for mine is my 14. And uh, I'd have Crichton on the team. They may may still do that. Have you been out at... um, New no, because I've been off uh, oh, okay. on annual leave, um, so I'm sort of just starting to get into the Yeah, because there's been mixed reports that they've seen White and, uh, uh, Crichton training at centre. I think um, they'd, be, they'd be preparing for... Multiple options, yes, yeah, exactly. yeah. But I, I can tell you that um, my colleague, Trent Simpkins, who, was, um, who works at Channel 10, he had actually been out there the day that... Um, the first day of the Blues, and... Um, uh, Whiten was shocked that he was named. So Trent actually broke sort of the news to him saying, oh, you know, you're named in the centres because the team sort of comes out while they're at their media day. And he was really surprised and he went over to Freddie and actually asked if that was true. And mm. and Freddie said, yeah, mate, you're in the centres. And it's he was absolutely yeah. thrilled, Trent was saying. He was... Um, Look, Whiten's a great... He's, he's a great player and I have no doubt he'll lift. I, I just don't know from a team balance perspective. Like, I think we need him at 14. Yeah. What does Crichton come on and do? Yeah. Or does Crichton come on for White and they push White in the middle? Then you'd say you may as well just start with Crichton. Sock your standout performance from round 13? Uh, pains me to say, but I think um, one guy, well, I think Olaquatu is probably the standout along yeah, with a lot one. of the, the, the Manly players last night. But yep. I thought one guy who, who stood up and had a lot of attack in the second half, particularly thrown down his side and given his performance against Talakai a few weeks back was really good, was Morgan Harper. I thought mm-hmm. he defended really well. Uh, I think he might have had one line break and set a try up. So for a guy who's 
played pretty, you know, got basically given a bath by Talakai. Yeah, he made some, some really important tackles and hits, um, threw himself into the contest. Um, one th- one play that I didn't like, which I, I don't know if you saw, was when Reese Walsh, just before half time, ran up with the ball, ran about 20 metres and then stopped as if to say, well, the, the siren had gone and, you know, there was no way through. And then Morgan Harper just came through yeah. and just pole drove him into the ground, which I yeah. thought was a bit of a uh, not a low blow. Well, a bit of a low blow when uh, the game wasn't really in the balance. <laughs> well, you're up, you're up, you're up twenty four nil. Yeah. Given it to a team, you know, it reminds you of when those players are in goal and they they do a little bit of a shimmy, a little bit of a jig, and they go right. Oh, look, I'm not making it out. You generally just put a hand on them, and we call it time instead. <laughs> there was about two or three early uh, players that just drove him into the ground, yeah. and. It, it, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm a South supporter, so I love seeing when Manly lose, even though I live uh, Really? In the so you don't peninsula. have that little connection, like, because I like to see, like, because I'm around the area, I like to see Tigers win. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm the complete opposite. And a lot of, most of my mates are Manly supporters, so we're, we're on a bit of a group chat and we'll be following the game. Um, so, yeah, it does. It stings a bit. But, yeah, anyway, Morgan Harper and I thought uh, Olakuatu through the middle, they were, they were sensational, I thought. Um, the uh, the manly forwards um, and Schuster, you know, moving into six and four, and I thought combined very very well. Uh, Garrick had another good game, um, and the Warriors, to be honest, just looked all at sea, much like the Titans. You know, you could hear the frustration in Walsh when he was interviewed at the end of the game. Um, I think these players are just sort of scratching their heads as to where to now. You know, they just seem like they've got no answers. Mm. Brown looked really despondent up in the box. Yeah. Um, and you do feel for teams like that. You know, they've had the Matt Lodge controversy during the week. And then to, to put in a performance like that with a reasonably strong side uh, against a manly outfit that, you know, was missing their half in Evans was, yeah, that was a, a really disappointing effort, I think, from the Warriors. But, um, yeah, hats off to Isla Kuatu. Okay, well, my um, standout performance from round 13, um, I've actually gone away from league. Uh, I didn't watch the game last night because I watched the Brumbies beating the Hurricanes in rugby. Wow, so. they were nice. Yeah, 35. They came um, from 10 down in the second half and um, 35 to 25 was the scoreline at the end. So they're flying the flag because of the Waratahs got uh, knocked out yesterday. So they're flying the flag in this um Pacific competition now for Australia. So, so the Waratahs lost to the Chiefs. Did yes. They? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, so the Brumbies. Um, I, I was the only thing I was disappointed in is the crowd was so poor in Canberra, and I remember when I lived in Canberra, everyone went to the Brumbies. They were, mm. and I mean they're still doing well, so it's not like. I mean, they ha- the three weeks before that were pretty poor, their performances. Um, so they sort of bounced back a little bit. But when it was such a big game, I was a bit disappointed. I know it's a bit cold in Canberra, but come on. So they play the Blues um, and then in the other game, in the other semifinal, the Crusaders will uh, take on the Chiefs. So it would be incredible if the Brumbies took that out. And just to see Australia Rugby's performance against um, the New Zealand sides now has been just fantastic for Australian Rugby. Yeah, I think the combination of those, um, you know, isolating it into sort of Southeast Asia, the teams, allows the Aussies to get that experience against, yeah. Yeah. you know, because we're, they're basically untouchable, you know, the um, the Kiwis in origin. And it's nice that occasionally, you know, the Waratahs pushed the Highlanders the week before. Yes. Yep. Only lost by, I think it was a field goal. In yeah, the, it was in a field goal. After, after time. Um, and then the Brumbies uh, having a win. So, yeah, it is nice. And what, we've got the World Cup in 27? Yeah, we've got it? the Wallabies have got a series coming up against um, England too. So Yeah, and um, they've cut the Bledisloe back to two games now, isn't it? Instead of three, I is think. Is it? Yeah, I think it's just the two. 
mm. um, for workload issues for both sides, and that's probably a good thing for, <laughs> <Yeah>. for, for <laughs> the Aussies. True, true. true. <laughs> uh, you're listening to Crunch Time. Thanks to Ignite HQ. Win the ultimate blues origin experience. Visit ignitehq.com.au. We'll be back with the rest of round 13 after the break. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.